I've been doing indoor hemp now almost five years. I was probably one of the first ones to start doing it and then definitely scaling up. And it's moving a lot slower than I thought it would. It's taken a while for people to actually, I guess, get their hands on it, try it. But it's definitely gaining, it's gaining a lot of speed, and especially the last year. We're getting a mm -hmm. lot more demand for it. And there's a lot more people jumping into the game and doing it as well now. So I see the next two years, it's definitely getting a lot more. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on MJ Bulls, we are joined by the co-founders of Flow Garden, David Miller and Eric Melzer. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get you guys on the show since last summer because I heard about Flow Garden and, and you have such an interesting story. You have an indoor grow in East Tennessee and you've emerged as like a clear leader in this nationwide sale of smokable hemp, a sector that I got to believe is just going to grow like crazy over the next few years. I thought to kick things off, maybe you could explain you know, to our listeners that have, are not familiar with smokable hemp, what is it? Smokeable hemp is cannabis. It's the same plant that everybody knows and loves as marijuana, except the THC is bred out of the plant. So you have just a minuscule below 0.3% THC and the other cannabinoids like CBD, CBG take the place of that. So you're not getting the psychoactive high per se, but it's more of a medicinal feeling like it, it helps to combat anxiety, any kind of stress like that. So it's, it's definitely a different effect, but it's more medicinal and it's, it's, it's starting to gain a lot of popularity too. Yeah, I can see why. I can see why. David, I'll throw this one back at you. Your flowers won a lot of awards. What are you doing different that makes your hemp so special? Well, our focus is quality and focusing on finding and breeding the best hemp flowers out there. So we have what we we have an R&D facility and we have a lot of different methods, flood and drain, living soil, top feed, current culture, H2O, a lot of different methods that we use in addition to all the pheno hunting that, that Eric does and then a house crossing that he does with all the, the various types of strains that are out there. Yeah, it makes sense. I heard some, I don't know if it was an interview that you did with somebody else, but you said something about smell cells. <laughs> yeah, so that that's done early in the pheno hunting. So we we pop a bunch of seeds, different varieties, and then about halfway through flower, about thirty days in, that's when the plants start giving off their smells. And I'll go around and just you can rub the leaf where the little trichomes are growing, smell it, and you get a good good smell of the plant. And uh, that's that's where the pheno hunt starts. So I'll start selecting the best smelling ones as long as their structure is good, and uh, and we kind of go from there. But that that's that's really where we get the smell. It's all in the genetic. Yeah. 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 It, yeah and the COA nice. obviously will back that up with having terpene levels and now yeah. more than a handful of plants of four or 5% plus, which is yeah, more even, than double the average. Exactly. Like in the marijuana industry, they, these guys are, I mean, they're, they might be hitting in the threes. Most of them, 2% terpenes is considered really good in the mar marijuana industry. But in the hemp industry, that that's what we really are dependent on and focusing on. And so we've had 
some of our strains upwards of 5.5% terpenes. And those are adding to the effect with the CBD and the other cannabinoids is what we're finding. So it's not just the THC or the CBD that's giving you the the buzz or the, the different effects. It's also the terpenes as well more so well, it's nice that you can be that hands-on that you can actually go from plant to plant and say this one smells great let's let's focus on yeah i i think that's shows yeah. the the commitment that you have within your organization to i said for me it's like christmas every day you just go in and the, and the plants change day to day so it's it's really neat it's like a little treasure hunt <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah as i mentioned earlier you guys have a dominant share in this smokable hemp sector Give me an idea. Where do you see this going, like projected to grow this sector, projected to grow over, say, the next two or three years? So I've been doing indoor hemp now almost five years. I was probably one of the first ones to start doing it and then definitely scaling up. And it's moving a lot slower than I thought it would. It's taken a while for people to actually, I guess, get their hands on it, try it. But it's definitely gaining it's gaining a lot of speed and especially the last year we're getting a mm-hmm. lot more development for it and there's a lot more people jumping into the game and doing it as well now so i see the next two years it's definitely getting a lot more i think i saw on your website that you have a subscription option is that still available yep yeah just like most subscription models out there. How do we find a way to please the customer through great customer service and providing them what they want? So there's different amounts they can buy at different subscription levels and they pay a monthly fee to get different types of strains and, and new releases. We'll, we'll drop that once a month and, and send it out to our, our subscribers. Isn't it also a way for them to to try different strains or different options? Yes. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons we created it, because doing all these pheno hunts, we'll have little batches of all these different ones that we can't really put on the website because we don't have enough, but we have enough to give out in the subscriptions. And that's kind of the catch is they're getting the newest stuff first, which which they really like. So we've had people that have, I think we've done it almost a year now or maybe a little over, and there's still people that have started from the very beginning that are still subscribers. Yeah, and we can use that and do use that as a way to survey our customers as to which ones they like the most out of the small batches, yeah. which helps us to decide which ones do we want to scale and, and grow in, in larger quantities. Exactly. No, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. As we all think, this, this sector is just going to explode. And uh, if you want to maintain this nationwide lead that you have in this in this sector, it, it Seems like it's going to be pretty expensive with marketing and building out and you probably have to expand your facilities. Will there ever be an opportunity for investors to participate in your growth? Yeah, I mean, I guess the first part, just to comment on it, the the expansion in the space and the, the fixed costs associated with it, we have a pretty good understanding of. And that's why we've delved into the R&D space and actually have a lab and in-house testing independent from our necessary third-party testing that we do for our strains to stay ahead of the curve and bank all this data and all these strains and all these in-house cultivars and crosses that, that Eric has created. So it's, yeah, there are a lot of costs involved with scaling and expansion as as that as, as any industry requires, but our, our niche is focusing on quality and being in a market where there's, it's, there's so much stuff that's undiscovered. And as far as accepting money, I'll, 
just pump that to one of my friends, his colleagues that started Greenlight, who's a multi-billion dollar company now. He probably through their seed investing in numerous series stages, I can't tell you how many times he said no. And the reason he said no was for the right reason is what's the company's purpose? Where does the company go? And does the company want some, is the company, have they found someone that is truly going to partner with them? Because just to take money at a super high valuation, some, if, you, if you're just looking for the buck and partnering with somebody that's going to give you money just out of ego, the situation is with, with all the different companies, then it's, it's destined to fail in my eyes or, or there is an end game. But we're playing yeah. the long game or the infinite game, as I guess Simon Sinek says. And we just want to find a, a good long-term partner, whether that be a family office, whether that be a PE firm, whether that be an individual investor. Infinite. Game. Long answer. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I like that. I, I like I said. I love the idea that infinite game. That's the, that's that's what I want to hear. You, this is this is not just get in, get out. This is let's make let's make this into something special, something that we can all be proud of for years and years to come. Well, under that heading, I'm going to make sure that we have links to your to Flow Gardens information. So if anybody wants to take a look at the website and maybe get part of the join the subscription service that's that's available to you and also if, if you feel like you might be the right partner for these guys that you your your interests are aligned and you're planning to be in in an infinite company i'm sure somebody from their team would be happy to talk to you david and eric i appreciate you being on the show with me today thanks again for for sharing this and, and good luck yeah thank you look forward to talking in the future appreciate your time today Definitely. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.